Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Print Design Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Hopkins. Thanks for stopping by and checking this one out today. You know, I'm also the founder of Print Design Academy, where we're teaching graphic designers to be experts at print and packaging design. And this episode is going to be a little bit different than the usual interview style talking about print projects. There is uh, a lot of rumors and stuff out there about you know, looking at recessions and economic uncertainty moving forward through the rest of this year and into early 2024. I've seen a lot about it. There's some signs on the wall about it. So there are a few things that I think graphic designers should do to prepare themselves for any sort of recession or economic uncertainty. So today I want to share those things with you. It'll be a little bit shorter of an episode, but just before I kick off with the intro, I got a sweet, sweet, free little guide for you. It's called the Print Ready Files Checklist. And this is a multi-page PDF that talks about the things that your file needs to sort of have and not have and things that you need to do with your file before you export for print. But also it has a sweet little checklist at the back of it where you can either print it off or just use it on your computer. And before you export a file for print, you just run down this checklist and it covers everything that you need to just double check to make sure that your files are print ready. It makes it just so, so easy, dead easy to have print ready files every single time you send them to a printer. So there's a link in the description of this episode where you can grab that. You can also find it at the link in our bio on our Instagram. So you can go find that there. It is called the print ready files checklist. Now we're going to kick off this episode, but first Yeah, I'm going to give myself the intro. Hit the intro. Welcome to the Print Design Podcast, the show where we talk about all things print and packaging. We go behind the scenes with designers and talk about the print projects they designed that really rock their world. From file prep to holding the finished product in their hand and all the key decisions in between. So, let's talk ink on paper. Okay, okay. So, the experts are saying, the media is saying that we are in a recession and it's going to get worse. Well, whether you believe that or not, there are still things that graphic designers can do to prepare themselves for whenever we come across any sort of recession or economic uncertainty. First, I want to share with you my firsthand sort of what happened during COVID. So COVID hit, as you know, the world all kind of shut down. Everybody was all of a sudden at home. But in the print industry, what we saw was the commercial print work, the brochures, the booklets, those sort of things, they, the marketing things, they all got put on hold immediately. And in the span of, you know, think COVID really kicking off, there was like two or three week period there where almost every single live marketing related job that we had going on in the shop or in pre-press or proofing or whatever it was, was put on pause. And you're kind of looking at that situation and going, oh, damn, what does this mean for us? 
And it took about a week or so after that when the consumer packaged goods, the CPG stuff, the food packaging, the beverage packaging, those kind of things went bananas. Any orders that were live and actively being worked on, quantities were doubled, tripled. Um, new projects came flooding in all for the like packaging space of food, beverage, um, any sort of like e-commerce style packaging, um, things that, you know, makeup and, you know, face creams and hand creams and all that kind of stuff gets put into a box and it's available through Amazon or whatever. In th those sort of packaging projects went crazy, right? So it was interesting seeing firsthand that pivot and, you know, having friends in the design industry who focused exclusively on branding for companies. Well, they were kind of like put on pause because not many companies are taking those marketing dollars and investing it into a rebrand in a sort of economic uncertainty recession situation. Um, you know, companies aren't looking to get a new logo during the recession, Typically, they're looking to be very careful with where they're spending their marketing dollars and sort of like in the must have, need to have kind of areas. That's where it gets directed to. So it was interesting just seeing that firsthand. So those designers who were able to pivot to like a packaging or a label design, that sort of thing, they kept busy. They kept work moving through. They had a lot going on and that was awesome to see. It was great to see them to be able to sort of make that pivot when all the marketing stuff, design stuff just got put on pause. So seeing that firsthand, you know, having a, a bunch of time now to sort of digest that and think about that, talk to friends about this, designer friends about this. I came up with these three things that I think every graphic designer and creative should do to prepare themselves for any sort of recession or economic uncertainty. So I'm just going to dive right into that and get started here with number one. Number one is learn new design skills. Now, this could include brushing up on things that are in your industry. If you are a you know, brand designer, what's new? What's happening in that brand design world? Is there new tech? Is there new techniques? What's sort of trendy? I don't know, trending, maybe that's not a great example. But what's new in your sort of specific design focus? Or learn something totally new. If you're a logo designer, learn more a little bit about web design. If you're a web designer, learn more about print and packaging design, those sort of things. Of course, I'm going to point toward print and packaging design. I'm a little biased. I love it. But I also think it's a highly rewarding and highly important skill. Using that COVID as an example, when the marketing print, the booklets and brochures gets put on hold, typically the consumer packaged goods, the packaging, the beverage labels, those sort of things go crazy, get real busy. There's new products launching all the time. And if you can design packaging for them, you got an opportunity for a job. But if you look at this as just an overall increase in your problem solving value, your design problem solving value, and the skills that you have to offer when times get tough out there, you know, this can apply to freelance creatives, of course, when you're running your own business, but also in-house creatives. Because like we saw during COVID, there's a whole lot of layoffs. But if you have a really high value and you're continually adding new skills um, and abilities, you know, you have a much higher likelihood of maintaining that job and not being laid off in any sort of economic uncertainty when that stuff comes up. Number two learn sales skills. 
I've been in sales for 12, 13 or 14 years, and I see the importance of having sales skills in everyday life, whether you're selling a product or a service or not, whether you're negotiating with your kids about, yeah, I don't know, I know you don't want to go to school today, but here's what sales skills are important, sales and negotiating skills. But when times get tough out there, when markets get tough, when there's less design dollars going around, people get scrappy for the work that is out there. But if you understand the different sales and negotiating tactics, they will help you come out on top in more of those situations than not. So if you're not sure where to get started in the sales world or you're a little bit intimidated by sales, I've got three books that I highly recommend that I have read that have helped me with not only the skills and techniques of sales and negotiation, but just the understanding of you're actually selling in everyday life. If you're a designer, you're selling one logo over the other. You're selling this color, this technique. You're selling this paper on the print job versus this one, and here's why. So don't be scared by sales, but check out these th- next three these three books to just learn more about it and become better at sales and negotiation. Book number one, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. This is all about negotiation. And he comes from it, uh, you know, from an angle of being really high up in, I think it was the FBI as a hostage negotiator. And he shares the tactics of negotiation, what they've learned. And he also, it's kind of fun and interesting because he relates it to real life FBI hostage negotiation situations that he had to deal with. Um, So it's an entertaining book, but also very helpful from that side of things on the techniques of negotiation and you know how simple it can be. Book number two, Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. Just a good old-fashioned, hard-hitting sales book talking about the importance of sales that you're selling every day, whether you know you are or not, um, and how to be better, <laughs> how to sell better. So good old classic book there. And the third one is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. This book has been around forever, and there's a reason. It works. It's great advice. It's great um, you know, for the sales and negotiating and just people skills side of things, which all are very important to sales and negotiation. So number two, learn sales skills. It's important. Number three, start building an audience on, wait for it, LinkedIn. Throughout my print and sales career, I have used LinkedIn. I've used it to share my thoughts, to you know, position myself as an expert in my field, um, use it to con- connect with influential decision makers, um, find people who I could partner with on things and um, help build things for, offer feedback to. Um, gosh, what else have I used it for? Oh, I've used it to sort of like dig around in within a larger organization to find out who I should really be contacting about the particular product or service that I'm offering for sale. So LinkedIn is an incredibly powerful tool. For example, if you're on Instagram and you're looking to connect with um, the person who is in charge of you know, purchasing design services or a creative director at a company like Yeti Coolers or something like that, you're not going to find them on Instagram. 
You're not going to be able to go to Instagram and search for Yeti Cooler's creative director and be able to find that person. You're not going to, you can't search a job title like that. And if it's their personal Instagram, it's unlikely that they have Yeti stuff all over it and talking about their new Yeti campaign because they're the creative director. That, Anyways, you get where I'm going with that. But LinkedIn, you can search by the company. Once you found the company, you can filter that down to search by title, by department, by location. If they've got multiple locations, like the search abilities of LinkedIn are incredibly powerful. And it's largely untapped by designers. I'm, I'm shocked at how little design work I see showcased on LinkedIn. Now, maybe it's my algorithm or whatever, but I'd like to think that I'm in the right industry and the algorithm would be feeding me design stuff. You know, so LinkedIn is just incredibly powerful for that and it's untapped by creatives. Yeah, you could do some TikTok stuff. You might get some clients, sure. Uh, yeah, you could do Instagram and, you know, be in the sea of great design work that's out there. But right now, LinkedIn offers an opportunity for designers to stand out. Learn LinkedIn, learn how to use it, build a profile, get build some credibility into that profile, and showcase your work. You could even change up the direction of your profile. Let me explain this for a second. Going back to my Yeti Coolers example. You know, you could specifically tailor your profile page to look very attractive to a person who works at Yeti Coolers, right? So for example, another example I'll throw out there is if you're looking for, and I, I just went through this with uh, one of the students in print design uh, mastery, our, our print design membership program. Um, we looked at the profile and they were looking to find wineries, like small to mid-sized wineries in California that they could offer design services to and look to, you know, do design work for. You're not going to be able to really connect and get freelance work for the giant wineries that have 50 wine brands underneath of them. Those are conglomerates. They have an internal design team to look after all that creative. But those smaller family run, those mid-sized family run uh, wineries, there's some opportunities there. So we literally went in and looked for um, wineries, narrowed it down to California, and just looked at the size of the wineries all through LinkedIn. And then we talked about how they could update their profile page to show wine or spirit-based work that they could showcase the, um, their title, the services that they talk about in their bio could all be tailored toward wineries. And you could change this up every couple of months. If you know, you got a winery here. All right, great. Now I want some cannabis business. Okay. Change it up. Go find some cannabis business, you know, that sort of thing. Great flexibility. I love, love, love LinkedIn. Y'all got to get on LinkedIn. Just get in there. So to wrap this up, those are my three things. Just I'll quickly run through them again. Learn new design skills. This could be growing within that specific specialty that you are designing within or learning new skills. Next one is learn sales skills. When times get tough, people get scrappy. If you know how to sell and negotiate, you will win more. You'll make more money. That's it. Number three, start building an audience on LinkedIn. Super duper important. Lots of opportunity there to meet the people that you want to connect with to grow your design business. So to wrap this post up now for real, for real, 
Don't wait until you're slapped in the face with you lost a job, something else bad happened, it's very clear we're in a recession, all of a sudden things are shutting down. Don't wait till then to start this stuff. Get after it now. In the next few months, I imagine, you'll be glad that you started today. Okay? That's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. You can go learn more about print design through our YouTube channel, through our Instagram. Go to printdesignacademy.com or you can find all that stuff. We also have our print ready files checklist totally for free available at the link in our bio. Thanks a lot and we'll see you next week.